Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Dear listeners, During the past few weeks, I had the privilege of speaking to you about God's Word and what it reveals about God. We have seen God as God, who is the one eternal, invisible Spirit. We've also seen Him as the living God, who is almighty, all-knowing, and everywhere present, as some of the main characteristics of God and who and how He is. Last week, we listened to the Word of God, which shows us God in His virtues, such as His wisdom, holiness, goodness, love, and faithfulness. As we progressed in listening to God's Word, revealing us God in His being, characteristics, and virtues, we also became more and more impressed by Him as the glorious God, great in power and majesty. Yet, as we have noted a number of times already, we may not just observe this as objective facts about God, but the purpose of considering all this was the importance of knowing God as the Lord Jesus has said already, because knowing God is eternal life. We need to realize that God is this way as revealed to us so that we would love Him, believe in Him, and trust Him. That's what should be our focal point today, therefore. God as He is toward us. It is in His grace that God has revealed himself to us. People have been groping in the dark about him, wondering how and what and who God is, without having a clue and without having a source from which to know him. Now God, in his grace, has revealed this to us in his word and even more clearly in his Son, who has shown us the image of God. God showed his grace that way, because he wanted to be gracious to mankind. He wanted to manifest his grace to a fallen mankind with the intention that they should turn to God, believe in him, know him in his grace, mercy, justice, long-suffering, in order to have eternal life. So, dear listener, Even when we have come to know God from his word, as expounded in the previous messages, we now should come to praise and glorify God, especially for his grace in coming to us to save us. He did not leave us in the misery into which we plunged ourselves, but in his love and grace he came to us in his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from sin and death and from all the misery and brokenness we see and experience in this world. 
We didn't deserve this. We brought it all upon ourselves, even though God had created us good and in his image. Yet man, Adam, in deliberate disobedience upon the seduction of Satan, plunged himself into sin and death. Then we see throughout God's word, time and time again, that God is gracious to sinners like Adam, or Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, etc., and he forgives their sins. God did not leave us in our sins, but he continued with us, gave promises to us, and in faithfulness kept these promises and rescued us. That's grace, undeserved favor. We would have never done so, but God is gracious. He doesn't give what we deserve, but he forgives. You see, dear listener, and then immediately connected to that is God's mercy in coming to us from day to day with his gifts, blessings, provisions, and show himself to us as a merciful God. In his grace and mercy, God could not leave us in the misery, but filled with care and compassion, he showed his mercy, his compassion, because his heart kept going out to us. He went after Adam when he trembling fled from God. Although man deserved death right away, alive without God, he didn't execute his judgment, but gave promises of forgiveness and of a Savior. God is merciful. Yes, he is also just. And his justice requires that sin committed against his divine majesty should be punished with death and everlasting condemnation. Nevertheless, he didn't do it, but gave us his only son, that he would bear our curse, and he pay with death and condemnation, cursed as he was on the cross. Thus he showed his mercy. Thus God showed us his mercy and justice, dear listener. Indeed, God is just, and he will judge every sinner according to what he has done, without partiality. God is serious about that too. Of course, for the fall into sin grieved him deeply, and he cannot let this go unpunished. God's entire government is grounded and founded on justice and righteousness, as we read in Psalm 89, verse 15. Hence, we never should take it for granted that God forgives or consider that lightly. The Apostle Paul, therefore, explained extensively that God's justice and mercy go together. God gave his Son in order that his justice and the truth of his word would be satisfied in him, in the punishment he bore in the place of everyone who believes in him and seeks his life outside of himself in him. 
Thus God showed his justice in the cross of Christ, and everyone could see it and hear it. Everyone can read about it in God's word as well, that God is just and continues to be just. Yes, that too. God is just still. Whosoever believes in Jesus, the Son of God, will not perish under the curse of God's justice over sin. However, this means that everyone who does not believe, everyone who does not accept Jesus Christ as mediator and substitute, will have to pay for his own sins. Such a one is condemned already. Therefore, the call is going out through this voice of the church that you hear this word and believe and repent and seek God's grace and mercy and compassion in his gift of love in Jesus Christ. God also is long-suffering. There still is time to repent. Indeed, God's patience is unlimited, long-suffering, because he doesn't want to see anyone be lost. However, his long-suffering is not that unlimited that there won't come a day of judgment. He may have delayed his judgment, but he will not cancel it. In God's word, we read in the epistle of Peter that he foretells that this day will come, just as it came in the days of Noah in the flood. Then, too, God's long-suffering gave time for repentance for centuries, while the measure of his wrath was full. In the meantime, God let the seasons continue, made the sun to shine on the earth, and gave rain for the crops to grow. Yet God's patience and long-suffering was an appeal. Heed the warning, repent from your sins, and seek salvation in Jesus Christ. Today, too, we are still living in the time of grace, and this call via the voice of the church shows you God's patience and long-suffering, because God does want you to hear his word and repent and believe. And if and when you have repented and are seeking your life in Jesus Christ, dear listener, then this time of God's grace and mercy and long-suffering is a time to grow in your love for God, grow in your obedience to his will, It gives you the opportunity to join God's people in the church and praise and glorify God, growing in your knowledge of him and so grow towards an eternal life in which to praise and glorify God forever. God is patient, but there is a limit to his long-suffering. Then his wrath will be poured out. Therefore, When you hear his voice today, repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Thank you for listening. 